Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. You already, you know him, you love him. It is Joshua. Gangsta time, go. It's called partner, but it should be called gangsta time. What up, Chris? What up, everybody listening? It's going to be a good night. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, also, good also good joining us on Discord, it is our uh, producer, the disembodied voice of Edgelord Big News, Brian. What's up, nerds? Oh, my goodness. We are here early for an early sode. Uh, manga only. Uh, got a pretty busy week coming up. Uh, so, you know, we uh, we thought we'd throw this one out there, have a fun little early sode. Uh, we've actually been over the last few weeks kind of doing this in the ideal way that we've always kind of wanted to pie in the sky, you know, uh, twice a week. One episode for manga, one episode for the American comics. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll keep it going. Uh, if you guys uh, would like to hear us do this show twice a week, uh, let us know. Email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Or I'm going to put up a poll pretty soon on Twitter, and you guys can vote there. Uh, if you prefer the big uh, one episode a week thing, uh, that will be your chance to vote on that as well. So uh, please let us know. Uh, I would uh, very much appreciate it. Uh, and uh, before we get into our show, let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram, Joshua Cole. Where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. That's on Instagram as well. Oh yeah, Brian. You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me and I'm streaming on Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh. Yeah, follow Brian on Twitch. He's a very fun gamer to watch. Um, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk to us about, including whether we want to go two, two times a week or not. Uh, and, or you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, at newjumpcity on uh, both of those uh, social platforms. Uh, and if you prefer uh, audio versions of the podcast, usually go up early. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on there. Uh, if you guys want to subscribe to us on YouTube, you can do that. Please do so. That would be super nice. Uh, subscribe, like, share, all the things. Uh, comment on whatever video highlight breakout you're watching, whether it's the full version or the little uh, mini sodes we put out uh, at the same time. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it, right? I think I covered everything. Uh, without further ado, let's not waste any more time. Get into the show itself. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1026, The Pivotal Clash. Uh, we had a break from One Piece last week, and it's finally back. Thank goodness. Uh, last we left off. be very sad, yeah. Yeah, I know. Like. <laughs> we had a good streak, but now it's back. Uh, last we left off, Luffy uh, pulled up to Kaido's face, riding uh, Momonosuke, who is now a fully formed adult dragon. Uh, pretty fucking cool. And um, we start off at the flower capital where the big festival is happening in Wano. Um, we get a little um, glimpse of the uh, swordsmith guy. I forget his name. Uh, he's and his last like time seeing uh, Otama. Oh, the Tengu mask. Yeah. Uh, before she uh, headed off to Onigashima to help in the battle. Uh, and 
you know, he's like, I wonder if she's okay. Well, no way to know. She's across the sea now. And in the distance, you see Onigashima pulling up from the clouds. Uh, pretty terrifying. Uh, but they can't really see it because it's covered in dragon clouds, I guess. Uh, dragon clouds. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you know that it was a fact? Yeah. That dragon summoned thunderclouds? Yes. Didn't you know? Didn't you uh, read up on your dragon biology? No. Well, that's a shame on you, bud. We t- we went to the yeah. same high school. You should have taken notes on dragon biology. Man, yeah, man, I should have been cutting class. <laughs> Shit. Uh, not me. I was, I'm a good student. Uh, he's using the dragon clouds to lift Onigashima in the first place. That's how he's doing it. Uh, but anyway, uh, we get the uh, one of the uh, weird speakerphone people that is scattered around uh, the Onigashima is now narrating what's happening. He's just like on to- on this on- up on the roof at this moment. Young Master Yamato is bruised and bloody. And in the air, a sight that makes me question my own eyes. Two dragons face to face. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, the battle just starts uh, off from there. Kaido just immediately charges up his blast breath. Uh, and Luffy just tries to get Momonosuke to like launch another fireball back. And he's like, I don't fucking know how to do that. <laughs> uh, so, you know. They do- they manage to dodge the attack. Uh, Luffy tells Momo something before just jumping up and uh, using uh, his third gear to knock Kaido on his head uh, using the giant fist like before. Um, we learned that Luffy has ordered Momonosuke to try to bite Kaido and hold on to him, prevent him from moving. Uh, and throughout this moment, like Kaido, uh, Momonosuke is just like reliving his trauma basically from when Kaido came and uh, eradicated his house and his family. Uh, So, but you know, he fights past it. And while Kaido is down, uh, he comes in and he bites Kaido holding him down. Uh, And uh, Kaido comes up like, what are you doing boy? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What you doing boy? (laughs) Bring him back. (laughs) Yeah. His big ass neck. He's like, Uh, but you gotta eat the booty like groceries (laughs) that's his neck Brian it's not his booty (laughs) Uh, so yeah I guess Kaido is about to do something but that's when uh, Luffy comes in and punches him again sends him flying his like whole dragon self just like falls to a crater over there Uh, and at that time uh, we cut back to the treasure repository where the clouds have now blocked the moon, which is the source of the, uh, I think it's the Shulong form that the Minx take. Shulong, yeah. Yeah, the Shulong form that the Minx take, ultimate power-up. And without that, uh, they start losing to Jack and Perospero, respectively. Uh, Both of them are talking shit. Uh, Jack is is like, man, if you gotten one more good hit, I probably would have been finished. But you know what? Too bad for you. No no moon. Uh, Cat Viper is also down. Prospero is significantly more shit-talking. Uh, he said, uh, don't blame the moon for your troubles. You didn't have bad luck. I just got overwhelmingly good luck, boss cat. Pedoween. Uh So, yeah, we cut back to the rooftop um, where... Uh, 
Luffy is yelling at Momonosuke. He's like, hey, that's an emperor of the sea you just took a bite out of. Is there a single left in, thing in, left in the world that you for you to be scared of? And I'm like, encouraging words. That's very true, I guess. Uh, what else do you got to fear? Right. Um, and Shit, this nigga's on, on, on Luffy's crew that can't say that. Yeah. Yeah, none of these people bit a dragon. Or bit the <laughs> warlords. Um, down below, they can actually hear all, this entire exchange. Because I guess the speakerphone person is still up there relaying everything that's happening. Uh, and over the loudspeaker, we hear Luffy uh, proclaim to Momonosuke to not to worry about Kaido. That he, he'll guarantee you he'll win. And everybody's like, yeah! Everybody below is like, yeah! Uh, celebrating. Uh, they're like, yeah, take him down. It's pretty cool. Kaido goes into his half-man, half-dragon form, uh, takes a big swing of his uh, big club, and they clash hockeys together. And the resulting impact splits the clouds, allowing the moon to be revealed. And that's when we see Dogstorm and Cat Viper coming in and absolutely finishing uh, Prospero and uh, Jack in one blow. Uh, and the chapter ends with one little panel of fucking Orochi, who is still alive, and like, whoa, he killed Jack? Well, I guess that's not my problem. And that's where the chapter ends. Pure garbage. Yeah, what a what a trash man. Uh, I thought this chapter was pretty cool. Uh, one fun thing to note, uh, Josh, do you remember uh, the last time the clouds split? Yeah. When? When Luffy's dad dragon, no, use like no, okay, then no, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a callback to when Whitebeard and Shanks clashed that one time. Uh, I think right before the Skypier arc, like they clashed swords and they split the skies. Wow, mm hmm, that is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, indicating yeah, Luffy's that, on that level, yeah, now. Luffy has a rise to the level of the fucking warlords. <laughs> For real, for real this time? Uh, he can be... Oh, did I say Don't World of the Emperors? Burst. Yeah. I call myself Brian. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got I got <laughs> me. I got me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was really cool. Uh, and I like that it had the residual effect of uh, releasing the moon so that Dogstorm and Cat Viper could just finish. Hopefully, like, Jack just stays down this time. I mean, come on. He's had nothing but L's. He's been all defeated this entire... Ever since he showed up. Let's just leave it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, But, yeah, this is a cool chapter. I, I had a good time reading it. Um, Fun, fun cool thing. Hope I'm glad that we don't have a break next week, so we could get probably some more uh, Luffy-Kaido battle. But um, what, what do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Prayers up. To Ichiro Oda. Oh yeah. Um, Brian, do you have any thoughts on uh, One Piece? RGC. Whoa! Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Looks like we don't have Brian figured out after all. <laughs> this was some fucking amazing One Piece writing. It as in a hole for a whole chapter, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was just so nice. Like, um, 
like I watched a video about this about this chapter, and I was like, okay, now I understand. Now I understand this chapter has to be RGC because of the way that Oda kind of set up the ending of the chapter and all that stuff. It was just so fucking well developed, and all, everything was just so properly set up. Uh, for the epic reveal at the end of Luffy being able to split the clouds and shit. It's just such a good chapter, man. I just want more One Piece. Give me two two chapters of One Piece a week and I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, if only, huh? Uh, wouldn't that be something? In a perfect world. There's, there's an alternate universe where Oda is strong enough to release two episodes, a, two chapters a week. Yeah. Where he's just a mega manga artist. <laughs> but... Unfortunately, that is not the case. Uh, this is not my RGC, but I it was really good. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, any, uh, I, I don't have any more thoughts really. It was I, it was a cool moment. What Brian said pretty much encapsulated everything, uh, top to bottom. Pretty fun. Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we move on, Josh? Um, what this chapter made me think about was Momo's uh, development. I think they. I think I think Oda's done a, a good job with showing, like he's done a good job of selling it, like this, like meek cowardly kid, to the point where, like you know, he's gone through a lot of trauma. You know, even you know, even after what happened uh, before the time skip or before he was warped to the future, mm-hmm. um, he he went from losing his family and his whole entire world really to experiencing um, trials and tribulations with Luffy's crew. And um, watching, you know, uh, I guess, I guess, quote unquote, decent role models that at least work hard to achieve what they want to do. That's yeah. at least they're not, you know, sleazy lying bastards like uh, like the Hydra Man over here. Hey, they're worse um, people to follow, I guess. <laughs> huh? They're worse people to follow, I guess. Right. So now, you know, so the fact that he's gotten aged up. And which is probably irreversible that he's going to be an adult on the other end of this. Yeah. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense to me. He has he has grown up uh, through everything that he's gone through. Like he basically is a man. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Luffy has also been like his little mentor here and there. Like even back in Punk Hazard and in Dress Rosa, you would see like Luffy be like, "Stop crying! Why are you crying?" <laughs> like. <laughs> Just like giving that tough love coaching uh, throughout oh the entire series since uh, Momonosuke shows up. And Zoe, he was the one who like like pushed Momonosuke to command Zoe to do to take action against Jack. Uh, it's It's been, you know, continuing payoff of Luffy being like the maker of this Shogun and being a good influence and a good uh, example of what a leader is uh, to this young man who's about to rule this entire country. I mean, Odin learned a lot from Gold Roger, too. Yeah, Gold Roger and Whitebeard were his mentors in a way because, like, he left with Whitebeard first. And, like, they were... It's funny because, like, Whitebeard usually, whenever he takes people in, he calls them their son or their daughter. And he called Odin his brother. So everybody... That was... He was the only one who was sent to that point where he's basically the uncle of the white hair, uh, the Whitebeard pirates, essentially. Wow. It is wild. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, Odin was <laughs> Odin was a was a real nigga. Yeah, he really was. I think Odin's flashback. I guess this is like a tangent a little bit, but his uh, flashback is the longest flashback in One Piece. It's like a whole volume and a half. Uh, 
So it was it was a, it was a cool story. Yeah, and it gave a lot of. It wasn't just like you know this fluff piece about Odin. It showed a lot of lore about some of the other characters, like said Roger and Whitebeard. Um, you know, re- in retro, you know, like retroactively, I. This is why I really like doing this podcast with y'all because I, so I, I appreciate certain things a lot more. And I'm going to go ahead and give One Piece RGC as well. Whoa. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Yeah, they, they mopped up uh, these two clowns. Um, yeah. Momo took a, took a big step towards being... Well, towards not being a coward anymore. Mm-hmm. Luffy looked really cool. I mean, what more can you ask for? You know, right? So excited for what comes next. Uh, I guess unless your name is Christian Espinal. I love this chapter, but there is another chapter that uh, stole my heart a little bit. So you know, you gotta yeah, you'll don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I I'll tell you what my runner up was later. Okay. Well, with that being said. Uh, I suppose we should move on. Uh, let us go to our next series. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, Chapter 327, Rest. Um, last week, And it is not Brian's RGC. Uh, let that be known. Brian did not choose this to be his favorite chapter. It was close. Chapter, it was close. Ah. I'm not going to lie. It was close. Of course it was. Hey, I'm still shocked. So, you know, you, you really... Uh, oh, man. This is a chapter was so good. Though. If I took the so over-under on whether this is Brian's favorite S- chapter. Oh, good. <laughs> it, is, it, it was pretty good. Uh, let's get into it. This chapter starts off pretty immediately. <laughs> Last we left off with... Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like this should have been your RGC, Josh, because this is what you've been waiting for. <laughs> I forgot, but you know what? I'm so over the fact. Like, I feel like it's such a. This is so long overdue. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, we start off with the boys of UA just picking Deku up, throwing him into the shower, and hosing him down literally with these sh- with the shower heads. Um, it's about time. And they're all just in the shower with like funny faces, funnily drawn faces, like. Most things in the world can be solved by a good bath. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. This uh, little page here made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> just the dumb faces. Um, I'm trying to remi- remember what it reminds me of, but it reminds me of like those little flash cartoons that you would see like on the internet where they would just like make the faces really small and dumb. Mm-hmm. It just ba- it just brought me back to those times. Made me laugh. Yeah, like two- <laughs> 2008, 2009. Yeah, new grounds <laughs> type about. shit. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> new grounds. Oh my god. Dude, what a what an era for the internet. <laughs> E-balls, E-bombs world. It, that was another one. It's kind of wild how much the world has evolved from there. We were just figuring shit out in terms of content creation back then. It's kind of wild. Right. Um Deku, uh, not Deku, uh, Bakugo comes in angry as usual. Uh, he's pissed off because they threw Deku's dirty ass in the tub without like getting all of the dirt off of him completely because he's just going to leave, he's filling the tub with just dirt and grime. And uh, <laughs> everybody's like, yeah, whatever, what are you going to do? Uh, everybody's like, oh, wow, even after that grand dramatic apology, nothing's changed. You're still a bully, Bakugo. <laughs> And no, like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna say it. Something has changed, and that bum ass, whack ass, fucking design he had is over with. Trash, <laughs> garbage, 
R.I.P. It's over. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it from is. From this podcast forward. Nah, they're bringing that shit back. R.I.P. Right, bring up, bring back Krusty right, Deku, bro. Ow. Bring back, du- bring Ow. back nasty Rusty design. Dusty Deku. Horikoshi, <laughs> it was nasty. Thank you for cleaning up your mistake. One day they're gonna put Deku in Fortnite. Ow. I'm and, pretty sure yeah. that wasn't a mistake. I'm pretty sure it was a it was a intentional point choice. that he was making. Is that it? The the point was <laughs> that he was unhealthy and not taking care of himself, and that's why he was dirty. Maybe maybe that's the reason why he had that. I don't know. It really is the hardline stance of how much you hate dirt and grime and bugs. (laughs) You just prefer everybody to be clean all the time. Just on a level, regardless of character development or arc, people should just have uh, just be clean and there should be no. No, it was dirty. They could have did all the extra stuff without him looking nasty. I'm right. That's my opinion. (laughs) Well, whatever. Bakugo gets in and he starts talking about how he's like everyone's rivalry. He's <laughs> like, all right, Bakugo, damn. <laughs> Can you give it a rest for a day? Jeez. Um, <laughs> so Splashes I, hot water in his face too. Scalding hot water. <laughs> I don't know if it's scalding. Every It's warm. You know, they're in a nice tub. You know, like in uh, springs. <laughs> Imagine right, it was maybe, hot. Uh, Imagine it was scalding water, <laughs> just like a, <laughs> like a pot of boiling water. He just like ah. He just exploded the water towards Midoriya and he boiled the water. Yeah, he just roast him like a lobster real quick. Yeah, boiled him, boiled him alive. Um, we find out that uh, Uraraka has went to bed because she had an intense uh, night of character development. So that would really tire you out. <laughs> <laughs> She had a she had a great night of character realization and it really wore her out. So, you know, she's out there. Deku is still awake uh because he feels really guilty about what happened with All Might, about how he just flat left him in the rain uh and left him and didn't take his uh his bento box. Uh and uh we see that All Might's actually skulking in the window. Uh, as Deku was talking about it, Todoroki's like, he's over there. Um, I did think this panel was kind of funny. <laughs> he's just like there like a fucking phantom man. Um, but yeah, he comes in and he tries to apologize for, you know, being not very helpful uh, right now. Um, and to tell them that he's acquired new intel, that they'll have answers soon enough. Uh, but, you know, he's very, very sorry. But, um, you know... Deku is like uh, puts his uh, worries at ease. He's like those bento boxes you gave me really gave me the strength to go on. I got messed up because I didn't have you around. So please, let's do this together. And uh, All Might's like, thank you. And he said, I'll show these kids I can catch up to the heights they've achieved. Um, nice little moment. Or Deku. die trying. Or die trying. Or die definitely. <laughs> uh. Or definitely pass away at my efforts. Uh, so yeah, All Might leaves, and um, we uh, Deku finally falls asleep on the couch. Uh, they put a blanket on him, uh, and I'm like, "Yay, he's finally getting his rest." Uh, he'll probably sleep for like a whole week. Uh, and um, Todoroki talks about how he's also kind of viewed as a concern. It, it's not as 
major as Deku, being as he's the main target out of everybody. But, you know, Dobby is a pretty big deal, and he specifically is going after Endeavor and, um, and Todoroki. So it's not very good. Uh, he, but, you know, he's changed, and he's going to prove it until nobody has to worry about him anymore. Um, and we have, like, more little nice positive moments. Jiro brings everybody in and is like, I know people are very worried about us right now and very skeptical about, you know, what we're up to, what we're doing as heroes. But you know what? Like the last time at the cultural festival, we can show them what we made of. And we get a big old splash page of uh, Class 1A, um, you know, resolving to go beyond go beyond and, and all. You know, nice moment. Uh, we then get uh, the final two pages are basically a summarization of uh, the information that was uh, pulled out from Garaki, who is uh, the Dr. Dharma um, guy. And uh, they apparently match up with the uh, assa- the testimony of the assassins that Deku has rounded up uh, in his time as a grimy boy. So, <laughs> so you know, they're like, okay, so whatever uh, all for one is scheming uh we have about two months to really or a month and some change maybe to prepare for the coming fight ahead and uh that's pretty intense <laughs> i didn't uh i didn't see that coming um they also got uh intel uh the intel that stain left all might uh were security records from tartarus uh so you know i guess like they have info of what they're up against in terms of who left uh, who was in Tartarus and who escaped and who was working for uh, All for One. And uh, the the chapter basically ends in them asking, like, who would have thought that the hero killer would end up a hero ally? And that's oh, what, ho, ho. <laughs> and that's and where the story they, of Stain is over. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's over. I think, like, that's got to be closed at some point. But that's where this chapter ends. Um, Yeah, a little bit more of a transitional one. I thought it was nice. You know, a little, um, a little positive, positive chapter after all the uh, trauma <laughs> that everybody's been going through. Um, I'm excited. Uh, the arc will hopefully finally begin for real. The next, I think, what we're going to do is going to a training arc at this point, uh, and hopefully, this like month and change training arc would be interesting, and we'll get to see Deku really train in the other forms, in the other uh, quirks. <laughs> you okay? Are you praying for I'm that praying. to happen? <laughs> I think it will. I don't think because uh, you know they're saying that like they have a month to prepare, so there's no way they're gonna just chill and hang out and just not do anything. I'm pretty sure they'll do stuff, but what if next chapter is one month later? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Black Clover did something similar. Where they did that, and then they were like, six months later. Yeah, and it was like, trash. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows? I'm, I'm hoping it's not the same. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think like you can't show everything because things have to be a surprise uh, for down the road. I, yeah. I, they could, um, I, he doesn't, you know, they don't have to show the complete grind. And I think it's really cool when people get their individual battles, then we see flashbacks of their development and training. They could go that route, yeah. But I, I, I want to see a little bit more transition and more like, I guess, character development in between, like without them showing every little detail of the training. Maybe them coming to realizations to understand what they had to work on and why they should work on it mm-hmm. and what their role is. 
you know, and then later we see the cool techniques and 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 further combat developments. Yeah. After the fact, that would be my ideal. Yeah. You know, way of going about it. I'd like to think that that's where they're going because you know they're Horikoshi's making a, de- a more uh, open effort to include the other characters and uh, you know. So he says. I mean, we see them a lot more now. <laughs> like they've been, they've spoken more in these last few chapters than they have for a long time. So, you know, I think, uh, I think they're aiming. I think they're aiming for that. But who knows? Uh, I'm not about to go and uh, predict what's about to happen. Brian, what are your thoughts about my hair academia? I think this was a sick chapter. It was a it was a nice uh, switch up. You know, it was nice to see the boys kind of being the boys. Um, yeah. It was nice to see yeah, all giving my the other kinda, boy a bat. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, but it's like it's like them being like you yeah. know, goofy and young and yeah. stupid. It, it was a nice chapter, and no, yeah, uh, all my kind of being reinvigorated was pretty dope too. Um, I don't know. I think it was a really nice chapter, a nice wholesome chapter. I agree. I mean, that's how I feel about it. I thought this was just kind of nice, uh, give you a nice little fuzzy feeling type chapter. Yeah. So, I'm into it. Uh, I don't got much more to say. Um, do you guys uh, want to uh, switch over? Hey, I'm ready. Then let's uh, do it. Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 160, Colony. Uh, we open up with a big splash page of Ghetto looking down. Ghetto! <laughs> yeah, just looking down at this girl. Or I guess he's Kenjaku now. But... Kenjaku! <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's a new drop. That's kind of good. So, big old splash page of him saying, Sorry. I'm sorry. Sherry. <laughs> uh, and this girl wakes up and she's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the sorcerer who placed a barrier here. This place was chosen for uh, for people to kill each other in the culling game. <laughs> uh, <coughs> unfortunately, that is not an honor. Uh, and this girl is just like, what? Kill each other? And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, can you not do that in my house? He's like, ah, ha, 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 you're funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he explains that uh, basically he the, the they're currently in a barrier that is like the the radius of which is like five to six kilometers. Uh, creating it uh, requires an immense effort, and he can't really impose unreasonable conditions on it. So the people who are who begin in the barrier have one chance to leave it. Um, so if he he offers them that chance, if you wish, uh, you will awaken outside the barrier. Do you so ex- desire? And um, it's funny because she doesn't really say no or yes, but she says, "When I awaken, am I dreaming?" And he tells her that the space between dream and reality is a curse. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. That sounds like some Chainsaw Man shit. Yeah, for real. Like it's the in between space devil. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um. So he takes her hand, and we have a two-page spread of them just walking in the dark. And then it's just the middle of the street, uh, and this curse is just out there. There are these pterodactyl curses also just out there. Uh, 
It's looking like fucking Jurassic Park. Yeah, and I, it's gross. These uh, these giant curses are just, they look like feral guinea pigs. It's not great. <laughs> and there seems to be Jujutsu Sorcerers around as well, uh, if you've seen the background on the roof. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah this is interesting. So I guess he guides uh, this lady out and says, Oh, right, I forgot to almost tell you. Thank you for getting along with my son. Do you guys remember who this person is? Yeah, these are the two people from the beginning of the story. Yeah. I was in the club with... Uh, oh, you knew that, right? Yeah, very first chapter. Oh, I thought you was asking me. No, yeah, uh, I, was I was asking you. I was quizzing yeah, yeah. you guys. Brian, did you know that? I did not, Yo. actually. Um, when they said the club, I was like, oh, shit. The occult club. This is like we haven't made, seen them. Yeah. We haven't seen them in forever. They just haven't been like really a factor. Um, I know. Oh, I hope they get cursed ability. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> probably not. They really just escape with their lives because they would just be murdered left and right. Uh, it wouldn't be good for what them. It, hold on. What, 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 what Kenjaku, why did Kenjaku save these humans? Doesn't he hate them? He has to. Uh, it's, it's one of the conditions. He can't create a condition where he forces everyone to participate. Like the the barrier that they were in, like in order to make it, it's immense effort. But he can't impose a condition that requires people to be there. So they have one option. Clever writing. Yeah, they have one option where they leave. They can leave, but one, if they ever go back inside the barrier, they're stuck there. Um, so, easy decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this so yeah. Damn, at six o two in the morning, I know they sit. <laughs> Yeah. Is it on a weekday or is it the weekend? Ooh, I don't even know, man. It's hard yeah, to... right? Ooh, hopefully it's not the weekend, man, and they have to get up already. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God forbid they I'm work. I'm sensitive to that kind of shit. I'm a working man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine you have to go to work. You have to go to work during the uh, the culling game. Oh. It's like, oh, my God. It's either get fired or get killed by a jujitsu sorcerer. Um, oh man, I'm I'm taking man, fuck that. <laughs> I'm getting my money. <laughs> <laughs> fuck what you said. So I got bills. <laughs> fuck these niggas. Are these jujutsu sorcerers gonna pay my I'll bills? Figure it out. Uh, so yeah, there's a bunch of civilians that are outside of Sendai, col- the Sendai colony, and they all chose to leave. <laughs> uh, smart call. Um. So, you know, after that, uh, we cut back over to uh, Itadori, uh, Hikari, Panda, uh, Megumi, and uh, Kirara. I remember their names. Um, Kirara. Kirara. Um, <laughs> so they're looking for the angel uh, curse uh, uh, Jujutsu Sorcerer, uh, who can, I think, the angel is the one who can... Um, I guess unlock uh, the other side of the box and unseal Gojo. So they're looking for that that person, uh, but unfortunately they can't find it because Angel is not their real name. So uh, you know they just uh, don't really know. They all the last time they've heard of the Angel is that they're in uh, the to- the Colony Two of East Tokyo. Um, so they'll probably have to go check that out. Hey, uh, how are you? Yep. <laughs> so. Um, Hakari breaks it all off. Um, He says uh, that he and Panda will go to Tokyo number two and uh, Fushigoro and Itadori will go to Tokyo number one. Uh, And he assigns Kirara to stay outside of the borders uh, of the barrier. 
And the reason being is that Hikari's like, yeah, I should probably fight the strongest guy. Kashimo, based on the points, is that guy. I'm going directly to him. I'm going to fuck him up. And I'm like, respect, Hikari. Respect. <laughs> Beat him up with your train cursed technique. Right. Let's go cash money, yo. <laughs> uh, and uh, they basically have Kirara on the outside being... Uh, just try, like keeping track of the situation from outside of the barriers because they can't really communicate uh, with Okotsu. So I guess like Kirara is supposed to keep an eye out for Okotsu should he pop out of the barriers at some point. Um, so yeah, basically uh, Itadori suggests that maybe me and uh, Fushigoro shouldn't go together because of Sukuna. And they're like, we can't just change the plan. Uh, the senpai can't change their roles. They need to take the strongest people. So, you know, don't be so self-centered. Um, <laughs> so okay. we then yeah. get an informational page. It's November 12th in Tokyo at, I guess, noon. Uh, they have seven days and 12 hours before Sumiki has to declare her participation in the calling game uh, in order to free her completely from it. So they have about a week and some change. Um and we cut over to the barriers where Kogane is like, hi, I'm Kogane. Inside this barrier is a lethal contest called the Culling Game has begun. Com- has begun. Step inside and you too become a player. Are you willing to enter? And we get a dope two-page spread of uh, Hakari, Panda, uh, Fushigoro, and uh, damn, what's his face? I don't know why I just blanked on his name. The main character himself. Itadori. Yeah, Itadori. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. But yeah, they're all just like, yeah, no problem. Uh, hell yeah. So excited. Uh, one of these. <laughs> this was kind of my runner-up for RGC. It's not it, but it was very close. I Just because I'm so excited for the calling game, I guess. Uh, and it wasn't the audience's RGC either. No, it wasn't. Uh, so, hmm. <laughs> I wonder what it'll be. I've um. Oh, is it yours? Well, you gave it to One Piece. Yeah, forgot. No, <laughs> I forgot you gave it to One Piece. Yeah, no, I thought this was a really cool chapter just to establish finally the goals, the specific uh, mission at hand, and uh, I'm excited to see what comes from it. Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of dope battles coming up. I think it's going to be nothing but action from here on out. So I can't wait for Hakari to fight. Oh my god, me neither. Me neither, dude. I'm so. It's got to be more than dreams. <laughs> it's got to be, be more. Got to be more than dreams. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it could possibly be. I can't. I can't fathom. It. Ha- it, it looks like nothing but trains. Maybe it's doors. He summons doors of uh, any kind. Different types of doors. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I'm very excited. Uh, do you guys have any uh, final thoughts about this chapter? Nope. Oh, well. Brian? Nope. Damn. You guys are short-winded today. Um, I also... I don't know. Honestly, I was a little confused by this chapter, so I don't really have much to say about it. What were you confused about? It just about? felt like a really weird chapter to me. What were you confused I liked about? it. Just, what? It was just weird. What were you confused about? Um, I don't know why we started off with Ghetto. I guess it was. I felt a, like we were. I guess it was establishing like we the. On, oh, sorry. I keep breaking. 
I felt like we were on a a good like like in like a like we were on a on a straightforward track, and then they just brought in Ghetto out of nowhere. I feel like this is an arc that shouldn't really involve him that much, but well, this is right. his arc. <laughs> so Ken Kenjaku himself, right? They they <clears throat> in the beginning, I thought it was really interesting that they brought him in because they uh. Reminded me about the whole Itadori's father situation. So, Kenjaku is Itadori's father, right? Is that what the what they're saying? Yes, in theory, because he he was uh, he, he at the time he was the curse that was he lived in uh, Itadori's dad. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. But so he used his genetics. Yes. So it's only his son in, in, I guess, semantics. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, he's not his literal son because it's not his genetics, right? Yeah. It's not like his. Yeah, he's not his like blood relative because yeah. Kenjaku is a curse. That's his ideological son. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess by proxy his son, but. Yeah, I, I think, like, the significance of this was to establish, you know, like, the rules of the colony, whether, uh, and how much, like, control Kenjaku has over the game itself, which, not much. He really only has to establish that, you know, civilians can leave, but only once, and if they enter a barrier again, they're stuck there. They're fucked, they're, sh- like, uh, shit out of luck. They can't, like, leave everything. So well. Yeah, and they could probably die, so... I think it was more establishing that uh, than anything. But, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Super excited. I don't really have anything else to say. I guess we can move on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, But let's do the thing. It is... Oh, man. My uh, mouse disconnected. Annoying. Anyway, let's do this. Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter 307, A Devil's Heart. Um, last we left off, uh, he, uh, you know, did a pretty perfect sniper shot through the chest of Zenon. And uh, as a result, Zenon was making a deal with the literal devil, Beelzebub. Uh, and we find out that the deal is that he wants to, uh, he asked Beelzebub for a devil's heart. And Beelzebub says, a heart? Bwehe. That's how I knew he was the real actual devil. (laughs) A weird laugh? (laughs) Yeah. Only the devil laughs like that. Right, because it's not even laughing. It's just thinking. Yeah. He's an asshole, essentially. That's what it boils down to. Agreed. Um, He doesn't find anything funny. He just enjoys the thought of ridiculing somebody. Yeah, he's just like, he's roasting him in his head. That 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 stupid guy put head. Fucking idiot. Stupid fur coat. Fur coat. His mother's dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. He goes. I I I I, I was pretty amused by that first page. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But yeah, he's basically. I'll sell my soul for this devil heart. (laughs) And Beelzebub's like all of me. Beelzebub's like sweet. Okay. Uh, and he gives him the devil heart. I give you my soul. I throw in my soul too. 
if about that. All right. I mean, you know, I can't. You came here. Is I'll it? give it to you. And he's like, all right. All right. Take it. <laughs> all <laughs> take, right. Take my heart. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, Zenon wait, uh, stands up, and uh, we get a two-page spread of his devil heart form. Uh, this fucking was crazy. Uh, I, yeah, he looks like a hollow. Like, that shit is wild. Yeah. Especially because he got the hole in his chest. I love this design. Uh, this is one of those things that made me go like, whoa! Yeah, I gotta, t- I gotta tilt the, 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 the iPad. Yeah. I gotta look at this two-page spread style. Look at that, man. Cool! Yeah, very cool! Uh, I'm gonna give it, I forgot my mouse isn't working right now, but I'll give it one of these. Um, oh, and one of these because it's super edge. Uh, Very edge. It's so edge. Brian, are you seeing this, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I see it. It's it, very edge. Is Razor this your favorite shot. character now? <laughs> um, He's one with the devil. It doesn't get yeah. more. Brian, stop fucking lying. You know this is your favorite character in the entire universe right now. Look at how many horns Contrary he has. Contrary to popular belief, I am not a very edgy person. <laughs> not even four horns? You don't like the four horns? Why the he does have four horns, horns, Brian. Horns I can't for? confirm that. Hmm? Why the fuck does he have so many horns for? Because he's edge. He nah, also had bone wings. Each horn exponentially raises his edginess. <laughs> yeah. He's sharp. He's sharp as hell. I got a paper cut through my iPad right now. He's so edgy. Yeah. My eyes hurt. I can't continue <laughs> this podcast for much longer because of it. Yeah, I'll have to turn the page or I won't be able to see anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, yeah, I should have never went side scroll. But you see, Brian, he can handle it. Yeah. he's peered into those depths all his life. Yeah. So. Without losing himself to madness. <laughs> That's what you get when you were an Organization 13 member. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Christopher. That's my nigga. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Okay, so Zenon just like unleashes his attack. I guess Yuno tries a shield. That doesn't work out. He gets skewered by these bones. Uh, it's it's really funny. He starts like talking shit too. He's like that arrow you you uh, you threw a minute ago. In order to avoid hitting your comrade, you diverted and slightly missed my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. I think that would still do major damage. He he eviscerated your esophagus. Yeah, I'm not blaming you no for that one, but he saved his buddy and thought he smoked you still, man. You're just a freak of nature. Yeah. I will talk down to you no. Yeah. He said, if you'd sacrificed your comrade to pierce my heart, you would have won. And then he just like punctures this dude. He's like blasts him full of holes with his bone things. And uh, he, I guess Yuno's out for the count. Um, Langris gets up and he's like, you're still standing in my way? You can't even die, right? (laughs) 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 Oh, shit! Yeah. um, Langris don't even have a response because he really is. Yeah, he's like... He really doesn't know how to die right. (laughs) He's just standing when he's supposed to be dead. Well, you're a stupid head. How about that? (laughs) That's his only response. Um, so he unleashes his bone things and, um, 
it doesn't work out. Like, it doesn't work out because guess who's here? It's a motherfucking Finroll. Hey, man. The champ is here. He teleported him away. That was so fucking cool. Little bro. Yo, what's up, little bro? And Langris is like, what are you doing here? You came to rescue me again? And um, uh-huh. Langris says, nope. <laughs> That guy abducted our captain using spatial magic. I can't see a guy like that and stop. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. So, pretty cool. Um, I'm proud of a spatial mage. Yeah. Um, So, you know, he does his, like, instant teleportation to do something with the mana zone, whatever. It's cool. Uh, And he looks over to his brother and says, if we're together, we can fight. Isn't that right, Langris? And then they come out of their cool teleportation bubble together, holding hands this way, (laughs) in a weird way, I guess. And he says, you're an insolent, you're one insolent big brother. Uh, And that's where the chapter ends, with Langris and uh, Finral going after uh, Zenon. Uh, This was the audience really good chapter of the week. This is my runner-up. RGC certified, RGC certified, RGC. And this was my RGC as well. Certified RGC. <laughs> Certified RGC. I can't believe you didn't see the signs. Time out. You know what's crazy? I listened to a to a episode from a from a while back, back in May. Wow. It was a, it was an episode called "Box Your Way Into My Heart." Were we named the fucking podcast after that chapter, right? Mm-hmm. And we went the hardest over that chapter. And it still didn't get the RGC. Didn't I give it the RGC? You didn't give it. No, you did not give it the RGC, bro. Believe me. Hmm, that's but weird. this did, huh? Uh, well, I guess One Piece wasn't top tier. It wasn't in well, top you know what? Form. Here's the thing. It was very good. With Black but, Clover, I gave it. I would give it a retroactive RGC. I think like after we got done recording, I said that like, man, I guess it depended on what happened. Maybe next, I right? like I vaguely remember. I feel like I that. said that like it depended on what happened in X series the week after. Mm. Yeah, you you did say that. Um, it's 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 uh predicated on if he actually stays down or not. Which you know what. Oh, you know what? That's the thing is that he could get revived. The next episode, I'll say this: the next episode, I forgot that I had said that, so I don't think I gave it a retroactive RGC. It fulfilled the conditions because technically, he's down. He's been down for a while. Yeah, it's been. I, I, you know what? I'm not gonna be a stickler. Hopefully, his rotten corpse is decaying. <laughs> yeah, my corpse is decaying. Well, in any case, I'll give it its retroactive RGC, <laughs> like. How many episodes late? Certified RGC. <laughs> certified RGC. May? Maybe like 20-something? 20? I don't know. 16? I apologize to all yeah, the Black May. Clover fans out there. That was not fair of me. <laughs> I should have given it its retroactive RGC sooner. Um, but yeah, no, I really like this chapter. Uh, I, Langris and uh, Finroll are two of my favorite characters. I just dig their vibe. Yeah. I, like their mag- I like the spatial magic as... A concept i think it's a cool power in general because it's not just teleportation um it's a very unique use of the power uh xenon's design is so fucking cool <laughs> like that uh 
like it even got me over on it. It's like this is so edge, but in a good way, <laughs> you know. I uh, it's like how the fuck are they gonna face him? This shit is crazy. Yeah, he's just spatial magic and bones. Yeah, it's really not cool. bone magic, just bones. But just bones. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I thought this whole chapter was pretty cool. It is very interesting that they took the uh, the W away from you know, because um, usually that does not happen at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never. Usually, maybe not. he'll come back for the finishing blow. Yeah, probably. So I just needed a breather. It's either that or Asta comes in and saves the day, and then that's the the deciding factor. Is like, looks like I'm gonna be the wizard king. <laughs> and you know what? Whatever. If that happens, that happens. It's fine whatever but i don't know yeah no i thought this chapter was pretty great uh i often judge my rgc based on if if a chapter can really make me go like whoa and yeah like <laughs> a bunch of times it, like this chapter did i didn't expect finral to come in for the save uh because other characters outside of asta rarely do uh so you know when i thought it made a ton of sense i, I i'm not gonna lie i was kind of I don't know if I said it out loud on the podcast, but I kind of predicted that that would happen. Probably. I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility. And, you know, like, I'm not like, I couldn't imagine this happening. But it was cool that it happened because I was, like, in the moment reading it. And then when Finn... It was really cool. Yeah, I was very engaged where I wasn't even thinking about, like, oh, who's going to save Finn You know what I mean? Yeah. Where the moment came and I was like, (gasps) Finn You know? Finn. Also, Finroll and Langris are really cool names. <laughs> so I, I just, I think they're just pretty cool. Langris. magic names, you know, magical. Sounds names. like languish. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. <laughs> Big dramatic names. What does Finroll sound like then? Like a fin, like a fish fin, fish. like a meek fish. Just flapping out of water. Oh, <laughs> like a magic carp? You just yeah. did a magic carp movement. Where you're like... Yeah, just flapping around, <laughs> flashing. Yeah. Well, that's all I got to say about Black Clover. Um, well earned, RG. He's a Gyarados now, though. Yeah, he's a Gyarados now. Um, let's uh, let's move on to our final series. Uh <laughs> Uh, Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck, Chapter 80. It's hard letting go. Uh, what? <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> well, you don't know what he's letting go of. He's talking about a girl. Yes. No. Last we left off, uh, Andy launched himself into the skies uh, to save Fuko, and he's just about to launch uh, his undead uh, rocket to punch. Rocket to punch. <laughs> oh yeah! And he does. He launches himself, and then he grows a new self out of the fist that he just sent. Son, out. that shit was crazy. <laughs> I had to look at that shit for a minute to recognize what just happened. Yeah, I got I, I got confused because like, what happens to the other Andy? Is the other Andy just dead? I forgot how this ability kind of works in that way. 
because the other Andy is just still out there. Yeah, you're right. He is right so, outside of the. Maybe he got destroyed. Yeah, can he choose to? Billy was trying to shoot him. Can he choose to kill himself in order to regrow himself outside of another body part like that? Dude, I don't know. Maybe he um tore himself up. Maybe the brains. Ah, shit, I don't know. Maybe he was able to send. You know how Goku can move his vital points? Maybe he can move like this brain signals through oh, his nerves, that. through any part of his body. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. So they just, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I, man. I don't know. I was, we just <laughs> think too much about soul. it. Yeah, he changes his soul into the part that he launches. Yeah. Um, while on his way in, Andy was also managed uh, managed to cut Billy in the leg, um, and cut some of uh, his fingers off to be like, load these with unluck. And uh, Fuko grabs them, and um, you know, while she's about to launch them with unluck, uh, the samurai lady comes in with a fire sword, um. What the hell is her negation? Um, uh, She negates uncoolness by making everything real dope and fire and awesome around her. Yeah, her power is uncool. Like a flaming sword. A regular sword compared to a flaming sword? I mean, anime 101, flaming swords are always better than... Way better. Is it practical? Objectively better. Is it practical? Who knows? But it's better. It's cooler. Oh, no. okay. It's cooler. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Fuko launches her un- unluck bullets, uh, but Billy manages to like shoot them all. I guess McCree style, uh, just like pa 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 pa. So he doesn't get touched by any of the bad luck. No. Luck. Uh, good for him, I guess. Damn. Yeah, that thing is nice. Who, who whose arm is this? That's just flying over there. Uh, undeads? He didn't have a sleeve. Am I bugging out? I'm very confused. Uh-uh. You know when she launches the unluck bullets? Yeah. There's just an arm there. I don't know, I don't know whose arm that is. Oh, is it Billy's? Yeah. Yes, yeah, but it grew back. I, I'm confused. How did this happen? Uh, oh, I'm bugging. Okay, so I think Andy cut off his arm too. I didn't even see that. That's crazy. And he grew it back. Oh yeah, because of uh, he has undead too, so he can like just grow it back. Sheesh. All right, that was pretty elaborate. I did not notice. Yeah, I would say that. And he still didn't get touched by the by the unlucky bullets. Yeah, sharp guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you know, in the madness, uh, Fuko and Andy manage to escape. Uh, they're climbing the tower to spring. Uh, and um, Andy tells us like, "You did good. Thanks to you, Winter didn't end up causing any damage, and I was able to come into this op- come into this operation with a plan. I can tell you've gotten stronger." Um, and, uh, she says like, how did this time feel apart from each other? And he said, I felt like death was around the corner. Uh, <laughs> aw. that's a sweet line, I guess. Uh, but yeah, they have like a little bit of a, 
banter thing. She's like, wait, what did you say earlier while you were outside? And he's like, I said, you sure are, you sure got pretty, Fuko. Um, and, uh, you know, they have that little banter there. And But Andy promises that after the operation is over, they'll talk. An important talk. Um, so that's pretty that's pretty nice. Relationship I talk. Yeah. Want to go out with me? Talk. About consent. <laughs> yeah. A little. I, I, I've learned a little something about consent. Uh, <laughs> after all these chapters, it took me 80 chapters to realize to ask first. Um, but yeah, up in spring. Spring is just like saying, like, zounds, how very odd. The tower I stand upon now leans ever so. And the tower that they were all climbing just leans over to the right. Um, and Billy says that this is a certain architect's abilities. Uh, it negates the balance of buildings. <laughs> the union's abilities aren't the only ones I can use. As he uses balance. Yeah, what even is this? Is a fucking broken ability too. It's just like I could just. This is the guy that made the the leaning tower of uh, what pizza? pizza? Yeah, maybe. He just tilted it over a little bit. That's pretty funny. Forget the name of the town. Um. Yeah. So he deactivates the unbalanced ability, like causing the. He's like flying too. Yeah, he's also standing on air, bleach style. Um. (laughs) <laughs> and using his right he does he um undoes um uh unbalance which causes the building to just like floop this way like a like a cartoon you know how like things bend left and right after you fling it um it does that uh and andy released his grip because if they had if they hadn't then they would have just been flung to yeah. the distance uh and using unmove um billy causes uh uh, Andy and Fuko to be stuck in the air um, and now he has his gun in his face and he's like now give me Fuko but um, he says um, you know it's hard letting go but she's gotten so damn strong on her own and we learned that um, they used uh, the clothy uh, UMA to tether uh, Fuko to the sword that uh Andy stuck into the building and now she now uh Fuko herself is now climbing up the building uh and I guess Andy's gonna go fight uh Billy on her own hold him back while Fuko goes up the building to fight Spring on her own uh should be pretty lit yeah uh I think this was a really good chapter uh I, I very much enjoyed it uh the interesting thing about Spring is that his uh powers are based in the gambling thing right yeah. What is Fuko's? Oh. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I know, right? It it really just clicked for me right now too. Is like, oh, that's why Fuko could take him on his own. Is that her ability is literally tailor made to kill Spring? Right. I'm very into it. Uh, yeah, this was a fun one. Uh, you but know. she just has to love him. Well, we don't know. Uh, I mean, the whole point of this was to like. Well, what she was intending in her time away from the union was to make it so like you don't have to really love somebody in order to give them unluck to a degree, because everybody's yeah. affected in one way or another. It's probably just not as strong uh, the the less she likes you. Right. She just needs a little bit of unluck. Yeah. 
very into it. Uh, it's not going to be like a combat battle between her and Spring. It's more going to be like a test of luck, you know, like she's going to have to manipulate her ability to perfectly sync up with his gambling thing, with his shooting yeah. dice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like Fuko, blow these dice. You don't see a nigga Andy catch your attitude. <laughs> yeah, we are. They all on time on it. Yeah, this is literally Gambit all over again. It's like, yeah, you don't ask another woman's, uh, another man's yeah. woman to blow your dice. You gonna tell Billy time out? I gotta address this shit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> yeah, no, I thought this chapter was great. Uh, I'm very excited to see what happens next and the battle with Billy because, like, I'm not even sure really what his negation is. You know, his I think it's unbelievable. He negates plot. <laughs> Unplot. <laughs> Unplot. Like um, this ability will help me. Fuck your plot. Right around this. Un. Not copy your abilities. It's a double negative. <laughs> blew my mind, Christian. <laughs> you blew my fucking mind. Yeah. See, if it was uncopy your ability, then he won't be able to copy his ability because it, it is a negation on the rule of copying abilities. Right. Un not copy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> You're getting it. Uh, <laughs> but that's all I got to say about Undead of Luck. Uh, fun ass chapter. Very here for it. Uh, you uh, you ready to close this thing out? What about what about un not don't copy? <laughs> well, that could be another. That's a abbreviated version. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. It's just you know abbreviated. It's honestly, it's a little neater than what I said. Good job, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Brian, did you read Undead Unlock this I'm week? Um, ever since top left, I've. Boo! Uh, <laughs> I'm out. I'm back back when Top is back. Sorry. Uh, Of course, you would like. Let me let me know when Top is back, and I'll and I'll read again. Fine. (laughs) You can't you can't conditionally read a manga, Brian. That's disrespectful to the manga ka. (laughs) If it was about Top, I would be reading this shit every time. Fine, whatever, man. All right. (laughs) I'm good with uh, closing this out. Are you guys good? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. That has been our show. Oh, yeah. Just a nice little quick sode here for you guys. Uh, very glad to do it. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinall, Josh at JD Cole underscore 37, Brian at B.ESP, all on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Josh is also at uh, NY Chillin on Twitter. Follow him there. Yeah. Follow the show itself at New Jump City on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we'll do the really good chapter of the week poll on Sunday uh, after the official release of uh of jump and uh also our poll as as to whether we're do we'll do this twice a week so you know cast your vote let us know what you think uh we would love to hear your input email us at noonjumpcitypod at gmail.com uh with any questions suggestions uh you can also submit your rgc on the email if you prefer that uh and give us your thoughts on our two week uh, twice a week proposal uh uh, subscribe to us on itunes spotify Google Podcast, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are on there. And the uh, audio episodes usually come up first. So uh, do that up. 
Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. That would really help us. Uh, we're trying to get higher and higher on YouTube's algorithm. However you do that, <laughs> the great mystery that is the YouTube algorithm. Uh, so, yeah, support us on that. And, uh, you know, we break out uh, every series in its own little video. So, you know, you don't have to listen to the full episode. You can uh, just cut straight to the series that you love. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and stay safe, New Jump Citizens. Peace out, guys. Go Cowboys. <laughs>